What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, uh, better known as mental illness across all social media platforms. Today's episode is going to be about what happens when a narcissist puts their hands on you. When narcissistic people, toxic people cross the line into putting their hands on you and it goes from just emotional, um, emotional, uh, abuse to when it transitions to the physical dynamics, you know, because a lot of times people see narcissistic abuse, the word, the phrase narcissistic abuse, and they don't think that that's it right there. They think they, people see narcissistic abuse and they don't think there's a physical aspect to it as well. They just think narcissistic abuse is yelling, screaming, um, gaslighting, manipulation, <clears throat> um, just wasting a lot of people's time and things like that. Emotional, verbal abuse, those type of things. A lot of people don't think it crosses the line into the physical. And sometimes, and this is the thing right here that gets to a lot of people. Sometimes people, you know, don't, how do I say this? Sometimes people in these positions, like the the survivor or the victim of this toxic, domestically abusive relationship dynamic, they don't take. How do I? It just I just don't want to rub people the wrong way or say the wrong thing, y'all. So I'm just trying to be very, very careful with my words. It, a lot of people see a lot of people don't see it as abuse until it crosses to the physical aspect of things. That's what I'll say right there. A lot of people don't see it as abusive until it crosses into the physical dynamic, until they get their hands, somebody puts their hands on them or something along those lines like that. Because I've talked to so many people that, you know, I've done one-on-ones over Zoom, uh, my coaching and whatnot. I've talked to so many people in these positions that they wish they would have got hit. And that, that blows my mind. It's like, well, I didn't think it was abusive because I never got hit. Like yelling and screaming and cussing and the lying and the cheating and things like that. That right there, yeah, it was bad, but I never thought it was abusive. You know, I didn't think it was abuse until somebody hit me, until somebody put their hands on me. So I just didn't think it was that bad. So when people, I, I, they, they said they would watch videos and hear stories of other people getting beat up and getting their hands put on them, and they was they would be like, "Well, my well, my relationship isn't that bad because they I didn't get hit." Y'all, they don't have to hit you to hurt you. They don't have to hit you. They don't have to put their hands on you to hurt you. They can yell and scream at you and do the the, the act of putting their hands on you to put to instill fear into you. Because a lot of narcissistic people, this is why like, no, do toxic narcissistic people have con rage issues? Yes, a lot of them have rage issues and whatnot, and they can't control their rage, and they that's why they'll hit you. <clears throat> but there's a lot of there's some people out there, y'all. Some toxic abusive people, they put their hands on you because their words no longer work, because they feel like their words are not getting their point across enough, so they and not instilling the, enough fear and control over you. So what they'll do is they'll, t they'll start, they'll, sometimes they start with little things, y'all, to cross that, that, that physical threshold, to cross that physical boundary. They'll, 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 po they'll poke you. They'll start poking you or something like that. They'll start push, they'll push you. They'll nudge, they'll bump you out the way with their shoulder. They'll hit, you know, they'll, they'll get in your face, like put their forehead to your forehead. They'll start doing things like that to cross that boundary. It's not, it's not necessarily a punch or a slap or a backhand or they're not slamming you or anything like that. Not yet, but it escalates. They start to elevate it because they feel like I'm going to do this right here. Maybe they don't get my point across. Pointing my finger at you in your face, this close to it, pushing you back on my finger. Maybe that'll get my point across. Doing all this other mental, doing all this other physical mental stuff to you. Maybe that'll get my point across. Like they escalate because they feel like the first method isn't working. You know. Now let's be let's be real, let's be realistic. Do some of them lack control issues and they hit you because their rage is so 
incarnate and flame. They get so flamed on that they want to hurt you. Yeah, some of them absolutely do it like that. But a lot of narcissistic people, y'all, get to that, get into that point, get into that point and get into that perspective where they, you know, they escalate to it because they feel like, okay, I pushed you and it hasn't changed your behaviors, you know? So I'm gonna, let me hit you. And sometimes, sometimes they'll punch you. Yeah, a lot of times, it's, you know, they'll, they'll they'll punch you, they'll slam you, they'll, they'll they'll start breaking your bones, they'll start hitting you with objects and stuff like that. They also another another form of it, y'all. They'll pick stuff up and throw it at you. They'll throw things at you too, y'all. That's physical violence as well. Picking picking up an an inanimate object and throwing it at you, launching it at you, picking up a, a phone or throwing a um, a pillow it seems like something something simple like they throw they'll launch a pillow at you and it hit you in the face and you'll start you know sometimes you get hit right in the face in the right way tears will start welling up and they'll try to make you sound like you're so sensitive because they hit you with a pillow I hit you with a pillow what you crying for you know when their words stop working y'all they'll do that type of stuff so when they put their hands on you they're, they're trying to control you they're trying to instill that fear in you and yeah and sometimes when they put their hands on you they will immediately play the victim and they will, they will blame you for it they will play the victim and they will blame you for it. like you made me do this i've never done this to anybody before but you will come to find out if you do a lot of research on your person this they, they probably aren't or not they probably you probably are not the first person they put their hands on you know you probably not they might put their hands on their ex their exes or their ex-partner their ex-spouse their kids whoever they, they put their hands on other people before you know but you become the target because you are with them you are in the face of them you see and this 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 doesn't this just doesn't have to be an intimate partner. It could be your parent as well, y'all. It could be a sibling. It could be a friend. It could be somebody like that. It could be somebody a coworker, a boss. A boss comes and starts to like nitpick you and push you and stuff like that. When they cross that physical line, y'all, it it does get worse because now, especially if they don't get in trouble, now they think it's allowed. Now they think this is the new set of behaviors. This new set of behaviors are acceptable now they feel like they're going to keep doing this type of stuff they're going to keep doing this type of stuff because they they benefit from it they feel like they're they feel like there's a benefit to keep doing this type of stuff to you because now they feel like they're in control now they feel like they are impact they have the power dynamic you know and that fear that fear instills in you and a lot of times y'all when you're in this when you if they surprisingly hit you put their hands on you you're shocked you you can't believe they did this you know you can't believe they did this. So sometimes you don't react the way that you would re you normally thought you would react. You know, sometimes you panic. Sometimes you might actually take the blame for them putting their hands on you or something along those lines. Y'all, it's not that's not your fault. That's seriously that is not your fault, y'all. It is. It isn't, y'all. And just to a quick break. If y'all made it this far, go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button, y'all. Turn on those notifications. Help the channel grow. I truly appreciate it, y'all. But yeah, it's just in that space they have to do, they do that type of stuff, y'all. They will mentally, physically abuse you, verbally abuse you. They'll do all these types of stuff because they feel like they're entitled to do this type of stuff. They feel like it's part of their, it's part of their dynamic. It's part of their life. You know, they feel like they need to do it. They feel like this is part, they feel like they, they feel like you belong to them and you are a lesser being. Um, my, my wife takes me out here. Wow. On the main screen. <laughs> They feel, like, they feel like you're a lesser being and they are, you are, they are entitled to do whatever they need to do, whatever they want to do, you know, because they do that type of stuff, y'all. They, they will keep, they will continue to mess with you till you put their hands on you. And it always, always, always gets worse, y'all. Very rarely, very, very rarely do you see an instance where they put their hands on you and then they stop doing it. Very rarely. 
do they put their hands on you and then they stop doing it? Believe they started crying when they did it. Yeah, if they start crying when they put their hands on you, those tears are for themselves. They are not for you. Those tears are for themselves because they know they crossed the line and they know what they risk to lose. So they try to make you feel guilty by crying about what they stand to lose by putting their hands on you. You know, because you look, you look at the thumbnail to this video, y'all. There's an arrow pointing to the hand being on the shoulder because once it crosses that threshold, y'all, it doesn't go back. It doesn't get better. And then I'll say this right here, too. If they put their hands around your throat, they will unalive you. I read a statistic recently, and uh, Ben Taylor brought this to my eye, like Raw Motivations. He brought this to my uh, perspective that there's a over seven, like if they put their hands on you, they, they choke you, they strangle you. There's a 700% chance, seven, you're, you're, you stand a 700% more chance, more likely chance of losing your life to this person. Like if they put their hands on you, put their hands on your throat. I've, I've, somebody left a comment the other day. I meant to respond to it. I think that's what inspired this video. Um, it said, uh, well, he asked me to, for, after he, he, he put his hands around my throat and, and, uh, squeezed until I passed out. And then when I woke up, he asked me, he told me he needed space because I was making him go crazy. He needed space because he was making you go crazy. You see what I'm saying? Y'all. They only have their best interest in mind. When they put their hands on you, they have their best interest in mind, not yours. Your best interests are not in mind when they are putting their hands on you, when they're trying to end your life, when they're trying to send you on about here, when they're trying to do all this other stuff. They are trying to end you. They are. They look at you as less, as less than. When their words do not work, they, they start using their body. They start using their physicality. And yeah, this is not just one, this is not a gendered topic, y'all, because I know it goes, it, it can go both ways, but we know it goes more, more one way than it goes the other. You know, but I talked to a guy the other day, literally. Um, I, I do one-on-ones with men too. I talked to a lot of men. I talked to a guy the other day, woman, <clears throat> his ex jumped on him, like literally start, try, started beating on him and tried to stab him. He had a red eye. She tried, she tried to put her, her hands around his throat and was just went losing, losing her mind. You know, he pushed her off, ran off, called the police, and that just got settled in court. And she, I think she pretty much got off for doing that. You know, she got off for doing that. Oh, he made me do that. He said this. What? He said, he said this and he made me do that. This is, <laughs> let's not go there, y'all. But I just want people to be safe. That's why I, I, you never see me make a video like this before, but I felt, enti- I felt, I just really, really felt like inclined to do this because I know how much, you know, I know it is, it's tough to deal with because when they put their hands on you, y'all, it's not your fault. I promise you hitting, hitting you does not solve anything. Putting their hands on you does not solve anything. If you have a reactive abuse incident, that does not solve anything by putting your hands on them. I know, yeah, I know it's different, but these spaces, like and if they put their hands on y'all, I'm telling you right now, it will absolutely get worse. Because then this, this is why it gets worse because now they know what they can get away with. Now they know what they can get away with. And when they put their hands on you, y'all, the chances are more likely that they're going to leave you. This is my notice as well, talking to so many people that every time somebody said, Oh, they hit me. They, they put their hands on me. I forgave them. They always, almost always end up leaving you for somebody else because they don't trust you to not call the police anymore. And then this is what happens, y'all. This is what happens to a lot of people. You regret not calling the police on that person because now, now you feel like they got away with it. So now when they've left the relationship, left you for somebody else, now you come out and tell your story, people don't believe you because it looks like, unless you have evidence, people don't believe you because now it looks like, oh, this person is being bitter. You know what I mean? I know calling the police isn't easy because you feel like you don't want to ruin that person's life, but you are not ruining that person's life, y'all. 
they are ruining their own lives by putting their hands on you. You see what I'm saying? But always use discretion. Be discreet. Protect yourself. If you feel like you're, if you feel like you're in danger, and you can't call the police. Have a friend that you can send a, a coded text message to. Not even nine one one. You can send like sixty eight. 47, a number, and they know to call the police. And it's don't, you know, they know to call the police and what's going on. Just to protect yourself, because that way, it, you can safely do that. Oops, I accidentally dialed this number. Who you, who the hell you texting? Oh, I just, I just dialed a number, I pocket dialed. You see? You have to be as safe as possible. Because they will send you on up out of here. And survival, like I said, you, you wanna survive this with your life. Surviving the type of narcissistic abuse, when they start putting their hands on you, it is a whole different ball game because you have the, not only do you have the emotional abusive side of it, you also have crossed into the physical abusive side of it as well. And that can be just, y'all, it's a traumatizing experience to deal with. So I hope, I, I just want people to heal. I want people to grow. I want people to live this as safe a life as possible because I'm rooting for y'all. That's just me, y'all. I'm, I'm rooting for you. I want y'all to live good lives, you know, seriously. And if y'all, if y'all have kids that you're raising in abusive situations that are around abuse, I wrote, we wrote a kids book called, called Remember It's Not Your Fault. This is available on Amazon to help, you know, to help in this situation to, to, to have those conversations with your kids about physical abuse, mental abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, and things of that nature. Y'all. Remember It's Not Your Fault. It's on Amazon. Y'all be safe. And uh, let me know what you think about the new, the, the new, the, the new thumbnails. Y'all. I'm using new thumbnails as well. So be like and comment, like, subscribe, y'all. I appreciate every single one of y'all. Mental illness is out. Peace. Thank you so much for making it to the end of my video, y'all. If you didn't know, we wrote a kid's book called Remember It's Not Your Fault to help kids understand that they are not in control of whatever circumstances they were born into, talk about boundaries, tell them the truth, all of that stuff, y'all. It's available on Amazon right now or the link in my description of every single video or podcast that you listen to. Thank you so much. Remember, it's not your fault. Peace.